0: Hello, and welcome to the Human Again Podcast. I'm glad you're here. The past couple weeks I've felt pretty distracted and scattered. I let myself get sucked into spending lots of time on the internet and watching movies, which left me feeling restless and busy. But in reality, I actually had plenty of time and opportunity to rest or relax. I'm recognizing that I, I need to be more careful and keep this from becoming a habitual response. The funny thing is that in the moment, my brain tells me it will be enjoyable to watch some videos or play a game, but in the end I often feel the same or worse than before. On the other hand, the thought of sitting still or reading quietly can seem torturous, but when I actually do it, I end up feeling much more at peace and happy. That may sound surprising to some of you, since many people probably think of me as introverted and studious, so you might imagine that I spend a lot of time sitting around quietly meditating or something like that. But the reality is, I can be pretty restless and bounce around from one thing to the next at times. I often lose interest in things just as I'm starting to try them out, because something else comes along and seems more interesting. As a result, I've picked up a lot of random hobbies and interests that I do for a little while without becoming great at any one of them. Everything from playing guitar to piano to knitting to Rubik's Cubes to riding a unicycle, baking, ultimate frisbee, calisthenics, and personal finance. I still enjoy and am interested in all these things, but my attention often bounces from one to the next before I gain much traction with any of them. I sometimes wonder if I have a touch of ADD, since the same type of thing can happen when I'm completing tasks as well. I can be in the middle of one when I notice another task to do, so I jump from task to task without ever finishing what I started on. Just like a dog that keeps abandoning what it's doing to dart after a squirrel it just saw. I've gotten better about this and realized that it's usually more efficient to finish one thing completely and move on to the next rather than constantly juggling through 50 different things and never finishing any of them. I haven't always been so mindful of this tendency though. There's one day in particular that stands out when I really saw this trait shine through in kind of a comical way. It started when I was at home in my kitchen feeding my sourdough starter. This is a simple process of discarding part of the existing starter and refilling the container with flour and water so the yeast has fresh food to continue growing. I put my jar of starter on a food scale and started filling it with equal parts flour and water. And when I put the flour in, a little bit of it spilled on the scale and counter. So I reached for a kitchen sponge by my sink to clean it up real quick. I didn't see the sponge there though, and I remembered I had just thrown it away the day before because it was starting to look gross. And I usually have more spares under my kitchen sink, but I hadn't pulled one out yet, so I went to grab a new one from that cupboard. I dug through the assorted cleaning supplies and didn't find another sponge, but in the process I noticed there was some dead ants in the bottom of the cupboard. So I started pulling everything out and got my vacuum so I could vacuum it up and clean it. As I was doing this, I came across a couple packages of light bulbs I had kept in the cupboard. But I had started storing my extra light bulbs in my laundry room, so I decided to move them over there where other, my other spare light bulbs were already. I tried to quickly throw them on a shelf behind my washer and dryer so I just get back to cleaning up the cupboard. But in the process, I dropped one of the bulbs, and it fell behind the washer. It didn't break or anything, but I had to figure out how to get it since it's kind of a tight space and it's not easy to grab. I was annoyed about the inconvenience, so at first I just tried to find the quickest way to get it back, but couldn't reach it from the top or the side. And so not finding any great solution to get it quickly, I realized I would have to move either the washer or dryer out of the way. And since the washer is heavier and more boxed in, I pulled the dryer out and got behind and grabbed the light bulb. But as I reached back to grab it, I noticed the vent coming out of my dryer had a hole in it. So I looked at it more closely and started fixing it. I took it off, cut off part of the end where the hole was, repositioned and secured it back to the dryer, and then put the dryer back in place. As I walked back into the kitchen, I noticed my jar of sourdough starter still waiting to be mixed together on top of my scale with flour on it that hadn't been cleaned off yet. By this point, I had completely forgotten I was even feeding my sourdough starter. I also still had to put away my vacuum and get my cleaning supplies back under the sink because I had moved on from each of these tasks in the middle of doing them. I laughed at myself in the chain of events that had taken me from feeding sourdough starter to fixing my dryer within a matter of minutes, realizing I bounced from one thing to the next without even thinking about it or planning to do any of those tasks previously. I just kept chasing the next squirrel and abandoning the last one every time a new one came along. Looking back, I made a few interesting observations. One is just how easily I can be distracted and shift my attention before finishing what I started. Like I was saying earlier, for as introverted and methodical as I am, I can be a little erratic and distractible at times. Along these lines, it also illustrates how, in life, we're often presented with an endless onslaught of new issues to focus on or switch our attention to. Some of them may not be important or urgent in that moment, but they can take us away from what we're trying to do in the first place if we just constantly shift to the newest issue at hand. If you do this enough, you may end up with a long list of things you've started but never finished because there's always something else new that came along and distracted you until you forgot what you were trying to do in the first place. As I get older, I'm realizing more and more how important it is to finish things and follow through even when other urgent issues are calling for my attention before i'm done with the one at hand in the case of my story it didn't matter so much since i was able to get everything done in the end by working backwards from the last step but life can be more chaotic and lead us down long chains of events we didn't expect so you may not always get the chance to come back to the things you left and finished, or it may end up taking you much longer if you go that route. This touches on another concept the story illustrates as well, the way small events can gradually lead us to a totally different endpoint than we expected. I certainly would not have guessed that any of those tasks would be linked or caused by the others. Somehow just the act of feeding my starter was the catalyst for me to clean my counter, clean up under my sink, organize my cupboard, move my light bulbs, and fix my dryer vent. If you asked me how my sourdough starter could lead me to fixing my dryer, I would have had no idea how those things could be connected prior to all of the stages playing out. Often small and simple tasks or events push us from one step to another in an increasingly complex and interlocked chain until we forget what set everything in motion in the first place. It may feel like a series of pitfalls and annoyances, but it still takes us to each progressive step until we end up somewhere we wouldn't have guessed. If any seemingly insignificant step were removed, we would never reach that last stage in the chain. I've seen this same pattern hold true in my life as well. In the midst of the random and insignificant circumstances we come across each day, there's no telling if, how, or when any of it will be significant for some bigger purpose. With the advantage of hindsight, I can recognize how the simple decision to study in the student lounge at college one day before class ended up setting a series of events in motion that led me to becoming a pastor of a house church several years later. If I had just decided to study somewhere else that one day, it's very likely I would have never experienced that end result or any of the experiences that led up to it. Even if I had specifically set out to make that result happen on my own, it may not have ended up happening or could have taken much longer. It's the same in so many other areas as well. When I first started at Safeway, I was already working part-time as a janitor for a church, so I ended up having to work in the Fresh Cut department rather than the bakery like I planned because of scheduling conflicts. I didn't even know the Fresh Cut department existed before I started there, but it led me down a great path where I met some amazing friends, was able to move up quickly, and gain lots of valuable skills. If I were just working one day less per week at my janitorial job, I probably would have gone to the bakery instead. Never would have become friends with the same people, and it may have taken much longer for me to move up or see the same areas of growth as I saw in fresh cuts and produce. There's no way to know for sure where it would have led me if I went to bakery, but I think it would have looked drastically different in the end. Another time, my sophomore year of college, I was originally supposed to be in a particular dorm hall, but during the summer the school realized they didn't have room for all the enrolled students and needed to add extra people in some rooms. They asked for volunteers, and I agreed to live in a corner room with three other guys. There weren't any corner rooms in the hall I was originally going to be in though, so I got switched to a different hall. And that hall was where I started friendships with several of my current closest friends. If the school didn't have too many students that year, I may not have ever formed those same friendships. It's strange to think that some of the most significant aspects of my current life and experiences were dependent on seemingly insignificant moments that I never had control over or would have thought were important. I definitely could not have foreseen all the various ways they would affect my life and lead me to the things that they did. This is one reason why I try not to get upset about unexpected circumstances, because they may just be an essential part of a larger story I can't see yet. You never know if the annoyance of cleaning up some flour from the counter will lead to fixing a dryer and gaining a new appreciation for the way life can be. It would have been easy for me to get anxious when I had to work in a different department than I expected, but the way things turned out was better than anything I could have planned or hoped for. Just like the annoyance of living in a slightly more cramped dorm room paved the way for me to form some of my most cherished friendships. All that to say, some circumstances can seem confusing or difficult at the time, but actually be part of something bigger than you knew or expected. That's not to say you should just throw up your hands and passively let chance determine everything for you. In all the examples I mentioned, I was an active participant working and putting in effort to cultivate the opportunities that came. Even in the silliest example, the reason my sourdough starter actually got me to fixing my dryer was because I kept taking the next step, and not taking the lazy way out. I had several chances to give up, whether just quickly brushing the flour away with my hand, or deciding not to organize the cleaning supplies, leaving the light bulbs where they were, or not bothering to get the light bulb that dropped behind the washer. It's the same with the other examples, too. The reason going to the Fresh Cut department went so well was because I worked hard and gave it my all day after day. The reason I ended up as a pastor of a house church was dependent on the original spark of being in the right place at the right time, but it was actually much more a result of the years of investing my time, energy, and abilities into the community of people for all the years between the initial spark and the end point. These small circumstances and chance encounters are like a railroad switch that redirects momentum in a slightly different direction. The actual event or switch itself is very small and barely perceptible, but the further the train goes, the greater its effect can be. If the train stays still or constantly moves back and forth without intention, the switch has a much smaller impact but if the train keeps moving forward consistently, then the switch can end up making it arrive in a place miles away from where it would have otherwise. So, what's the point of all this? Well, to be honest, a lot of it is just musings and observations I wanted to share because I think it's interesting and got caught up in a few various tangents. I think there are a number of conclusions and lessons you can draw depending on how you want to see it. In my own case, these ideas have caused me to hold a looser grip and not try too hard to force everything to go the way I think it should. I do my best to invest fully in each opportunity or endeavor at hand, but I keep in mind that I can only see a small part of the bigger picture. I focus on what I can do in each situation rather than worrying about how the situation is different than what I would have wanted or expected. When you take a step back to analyze the way everything unfolds, you can appreciate more of the beauty and sometimes humor of how our lives play out. Sometimes I get caught up in the moment and bounce from one distraction or urgent matter to the next, but when I slow down enough to be present and use hindsight, I find a clearer sense of purpose and enjoy life more. With hindsight, I can laugh at my own quirks and shortcomings and see the significance of the seemingly random or pointless moments in my life. I know this episode may seem as disjointed and erratic as some of the events in the stories I shared, but I trust that you can take whatever piece resonates with you and flesh it out to find something of value for your own situation. Whether you want to be less distractible or explore more tangents and rabbit holes. Maybe it gets you thinking about the role of providence and chance, or considering the importance of putting in the work when opportunities come. Just like I've been saying, there's no way for me to know exactly how it will affect you or where it may lead you down the road. If nothing else, I hope you enjoyed listening to my musings and stories. See you next time.